0: from four separate locations it is the circling the drain podcast quarantine edition (laughs) (laughs) guys we would not let you down the first thing we wanted to do when we found out we couldn't use our studio and basically cannot leave our homes at all is to find out how to get our voices to your ears so We figured out we're using, what are we using, Pickles? We are using Zoom, the world's most popular
1: teleconferencing app.
0: Ooh, there we go. Shout out to Zoom. So here we are. In case you forgot who we are, hold on. Hi, Myra. Hey, here we go. Hi. (laughs) And, well, normally to my left and now below is Mr. Sean Radford.
1: Well, here we are again in a weird situation. uh, We're on house arrest at the moment because nobody can wash their damn hands. But this is what we're doing and this is how we do it. And, uh, you know, it's Tuesday, but it's Wednesday, and this is when you'll hear it. And it's another version of the Circling the Drain podcast. And this is how we're going to do it for the next few weeks in a very Brady looking version because we're all in little boxes together and it's like that stuff. But uh, usually across the table to my left, is royalty. The queen of heels, the queen <laughs> herself, Carolina.
2: Hi, guys. Um, this is a little weird, to be honest. Um, I'm used to being with you guys, you know, seeing you guys face-to-face, but let's see how it goes today. Well, we can still see each other's oh. faces. And if you hear my dogs, I'm sorry. They're a little wild.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for mine to come down, too.
2: <laughs> but, meanwhile,
0: over Next to me, if you're seeing this video, He's is
2: the little mini.
0: Say hi, Pickles. Hi. You'll technically be above, if that's the if it's the case of what I'm seeing right now. Oh, All I sorry. see is a little circling the train podcast logo.
2: It's so cute. Yeah, oh, I don't see you, Ira.
0: You know, oh, that's because I'm charging my phone, and uh, it would be really uncomfortable for me to like hover over the damn phone.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, so, well, nobody needs to see me. Technology 101, ladies and gentlemen.
2: We barely see you, anyways. You're always hidden behind the mic. Like so, technology 101 is we don't need to see Ira. Okay, good. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sean, you still there? Yeah. Okay, explain how we do shotgun stories.
1: Well, how we like to start off the show is with a little game we like to call Shotgun Stories. Now, what Shotgun Stories is, is we as a group go around the world looking for the craziest wildest story we could possibly come up with. Then we read it off, and then you, the listeners, get to vote on whichever story you like the best. You can use anybody's name, you can use a little reference to the story, you can do whatever your little heart desires. There will, actually, there will not be, because we are not set up properly the way we are every week. So you cannot comment while you're watching at this moment because you're not even even live. Later on in the week, we will post a vote up on the drain, the Circling the Drain Facebook group page for you to be able to vote on whichever stories we read off at the moment. And it's going to be a little weird, but we're going to bring shotgun stories like we do how we do. And that's about that shotgun stories.
0: And speaking of the voting on the drain, Last week's winner is... Pickles? Sean. Speaking of... <laughs> Sean uh, is last week's winner.
1: Again? What was again. last week? Man. What was my story last week? I can't remember. Uh, the
0: construction company that blew up the wrong guy's house.
1: Right, because the numbers on the uh, sidewalk were covered by leaves, so they mm-hmm. knocked out Good. Yes. Okay. So... We're all talking before we did this show, and um, because of everything going on in the world, hence, while we're, all, while we're all sitting by ourselves doing this show, everything in the news right now is referencing to uh, the coronavirus. We're just going to say it there and just put it out there. So it was very, very difficult to find any type of stories at all that were, that were or anything that really went on like, recently.
0: So Anything funny.
1: There wasn't anything funny to anything. However, I managed to find a story from yesterday. And my story from yesterday comes from Manchester, New Hampshire. A man has been accused of grabbing a two and a half foot and chasing his neighbor down the hall for telling him to turn his music down. A man knocked on a door of Benjamin Leyland, age 47,'s apartment on Monday and asked him very nicely, would you please turn the music down? It is awfully the man with that slammed the door, ran across his apartment, grabbed a two-and-a-half-foot sword, and proceeded to <laughs> take his hallway so this way he could just show him how he truly felt about the volume of his music. Oh. So, uh, he was arrested very quickly after all of his neighbors saw what was happening. They phoned the police. The police came flying over, guns a blazing, and he was promptly arrested. There were no injuries whatsoever. Whoever knew his neighbor, who was terrified, aside from maybe some soil draws, but other than that, um, he was uh, charged with criminal threatening and is scheduled to be arraigned today. Uh, there was no immediate, uh, there's no immediate knowledge whether he had a lawyer to represent him or the type of music he was listening to. Yeah, and that's it. So some dude was able to start New Hampshire instead of his neighbor, didn't like his music being so loud. Gone. <laughs>
0: Wow, uh, <laughs> that's a pretty no, uh, noisy neighbor. But he got
2: right to the point of the sword. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's so bizarre. Yeah, not really sword
1: puns right now, guys. I'm just kind of at a loss. I was I was more shocked that it actually happened. You know, recently, and it wasn't you know back in 19 maybe some dude wield a sword. Like I don't know. But yeah, New Hampshire. Oh.
0: Does this story have a point to it? Oh, boom. <laughs> are we out of are we out of sword metaphors? That's the only one I can think of. Yeah, pretty much. You got a point. So, <laughs> anybody got a saber joke? No, we're okay. I, I exist. Okay. Carolina,
2: what do you got? Okay, so mine's a short story. It's like really short. Um, I came home one day. Oh, I don't know where it is. I didn't say. Somewhere in the U.S. Um, I came home one day and the cat was missing. Uh, My wife was in tears and we searched for hours. There was no cat to be found anywhere. I just happened to look uh, in the filing cabinet and there was the cat just sleeping. I picked up the cat uh, out of the filing cabinet to show my wife she accused me of locking the cat in the filing cabinet as some sort of bizarre prank. Um, I'm innocent, or he was innocent. Uh, no one believes him, and they are now divorced. The oh end. my God! <laughs> Did you know my filed under
0: paper.
2: Z for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was under Z. <laughs> uh, yeah. All I can say is
1: go ahead. The, e- the easiest way for him to defend himself, be like, clearly, the cat wasn't in the C draw, so I did not file him in there. He went in on his own. He doesn't know the alphabet. He's a cat. Just but
0: who, who closed the drawer on him? He, it had to be
1: open for him to get in. Well, maybe the cat was tired of their constant bickering and thought it was quieter in the filing cabinet, so he closed himself. You so see, what th-
2: I, I don't believe him, because who would think to look inside of this filing cabinet?
0: Hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. When I'm missing my keys or something, I'll look in the refrigerator. You'd never know. Yeah. Have you ever found it in the refrigerator, though? OK, once, but still, <laughs> <laughs> they were crisp. But I'm thinking the cat, uh, I'm going with Sean on this, that the cat was tired of listening to them argue, and she went. I bet if I went missing, I could break these two up. Absolutely.
1: I'm going with. I'm getting two
0: Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, is that true? Would Would you give your cat a Christmas present if you were if you were separated? Yes. Absolutely. Oh my god. Nothing. <laughs> I, I love my cats. If any, God forbid, anything happened. Yes. His, his Jewish side's coming out. Oh, God forbid if anything happens to my cat. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, they need to convict. They need to gimble. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I, as, as Sean said, it's really hard to find stories that don't involve you-know-what. Yes. But I, I sort of found one. So, let's see. We're going to China. Uh Uh, Yes, but there were, where large public gatherings, just like here, have been prohibited in many places to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, but uh, when you, when you are told to leave all your stuff outside, they left their crops, obviously you can't bring your crops inside, and that brought over a group of Asian elephants looking to eat. Now, what they also left outside were vats of corn wine. And the elephants just said, Well, let me help myself. They drank so much wine that they passed out in the garden. Yep. A, few, few elements, a few elephants decided to use alcohol to sanitize their trunks, or so they say. Uh, they were raiding the crops and found the vats of wine. A photo of the inebriated elephants lying curled up back to back on a dirt bed amid the greenery went viral after it was shared on Twitter. These pachyderms had turned to alcohol and now they were sleeping off the aftermath. Aww, drunk elephants.
1: And it was absolutely adorable. These, <laughs> yeah. these I, that's true. These massively oversized garbage truck sized animals that were just sprawled out on the lawn like a bunch of your fat uncles after a block party. <laughs> it, it was just uh, Those pictures just brightened up my Sunday. It was awesome.
0: Tell me that uh, you you don't want to be around though
1: for the next day when they have their hangovers. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be the place in the world I would not want to be is around a hungover elephant.
0: Ira, you come? Haven't you? Didn't you come up with a drunk cow story before too? Yes, I have. So you're basically our drunk animal expert then. Yes, I am. <laughs> so. Let me ask you then, what animal would you not want to be around most during a hangover?
1: A lion. Yes.
0: Why I a lion?
1: <laughs> your head off and not even think twice about it. And have you ever seen one of them up close, full grown? They're huge. Oh, like, yes, huge. I've been to the zoo. <laughs> oh. And they want to eat you, they don't even care. They're like, I, you they're fence in the way. I would eat your ass real quick.
0: Oh my God. Carolina, what animal do you want to stay away
1: from when they're waking up after
0: getting drunk?
2: Um, I can't really hear you guys. I got like the last part of that question. (laughs) I might be totally off, but I'm going to say a piranha. A piranha. Okay. Why are you
0: swimming with drunk piranhas? Wait a minute.
2: Why am I what?
0: Why are you swimming with
2: drunk piranhas? Oh, the animals are drunk? Yes, not you. Oh, well, I definitely don't want to be with piranhas, then. Sheesh.
0: <laughs> She's now changed her answers, folks. No, it's still piranhas. Still piranhas? Okay. Like, yeah. Pickles? Uh, I'm going to go with Sean's answer of a lion, but Carolina, why would you ever want to be with piranhas in any way, shape, or form?
2: <laughs> I, guys, I don't know. I'm so lost, okay? I don't know what the question was. Okay. I just took a wild well okay, guess, okay? Guess piranhas, and I'm going to stick with it. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> the only time I want to be with a group of piranhas is if they're stoned, because then they'll be mellow.
2: It's true, yeah.
1: But they may want to eat more. Hmm. Damn it,
0: there's no right answer for this. No! Listen, piranhas never, is never the right answer. Okay. Uh, Sean, how do they vote again? On piranhas. They vote for piranhas? <laughs> I'd answer Honest. When... Sean, how do they vote for Shotgun Stories?
1: Well, how you can vote is a little bit later in the week on The Drain, the Circling The Drain Facebook group page. We will put up a poll, and you can vote on either one of these three stories, whichever one you thought was the funniest, whichever one brought a little, little tear to your eye because you're laughing so hard. You can vote for me. It really doesn't make a difference. Just place some votes so this way we can come up with a winner next week. That's how she shot them those. Be a part of it and get in on it and that's it.
0: Did you say that there's gonna be a poll? Poll. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. Okay, a voting well, poll. Well
0: <clears throat> I got a story here about a poll in Las Vegas.
1: Oh because, boy. you know,
0: they're shutting down all the strip clubs out there. They're shutting down everything. Everything. But and that puts a lot of dancers out of work. it does. That's a terrible thing. I agree. So terrible. Uh, look, much of Nevada is closed in compliance with the governor's 30 day shutdown order. Uh, so, Sin City strip club called Little Darlings remains oh. open with oh, a goodness. new menu of coronavirus inspired options. Why? Because <laughs> no, sure. people need to make money and women need to strip, apparently, and make money.
1: So, again, I just don't know why you have to. Take the um, current events of the day and work your menu into it. I don't understand why any restaurant, strip club, bar, pool hall, anything, any place does that. It just, it, I don't know. It, it just, it's never made any sense to me at all. But hey, to each his own. If it's making you money, hey, God bless
0: Well, from now on, they're going to offer drive-up window strip shows. You yes. drive up in your car. And they have dancers separated by six foot separation rule partitions. Nice. And you can enjoy a totally nude show right from the seat of your car. The drive up show lasts ten minutes and costs one hundred dollars. Oh, what a ripoff.
2: Why you're in your car, it's convenience. That's ten dollars a I'm minute. Sorry. Isn't like the point of seeing a stripper like to like see them in person and you get to wait am i wrong what do you, do you get to that? touch or no i don't know no 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 touching oh you're not allowed to touch strippers like not even to without t- the coronavirus
0: oh you're not allowed to touch strippers ever but with the coronavirus you're really not oh to so then
2: you know it's the same thing you get to watch them from your car same, same difference same thing
1: in your own car. It's just, I mean, that makes sense. It seems a little, well, it is Vegas and it is tripping, so it is going to be expensive, but uh, it, it it sounds like a great way to make money when, you know, a lot of people don't have other options of making money and it's legal. So, you know, by all means, go for it. And again, you're in the company of your own car and you don't have to have creepy weirdos, you know, brushing elbows oh. with you and stuff. Like, you can do whatever you want, your own ride, you can pick well, what,
0: what I'm thinking is two things, though. One is, oh my God, what happens to the self esteem of the stripper when the guy pulls up, looks at the woman, and says, nope, and then pulls
1: away? I'm sorry. If you're a Vegas stripper, you should be used to crap like that.
2: And I second, agree with Sean. A hundred bucks?
0: And that car is not going to be the same, and you know it. Oh, hell. And, no. no. But good thing. You already bought yourself a bunch of uh, paper towels and chlorine wipes to clean up. Here. To explain, you can explain that to your wife now. Question. Yeah. Two questions. Go. Number one, are there curbside to-go strippers? Yeah. You know how curbside to-go is <laughs> right now yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And number two, very important. If I want to tip the stripper, if I'm stupid enough to go through this, how do I do that?
2: You uh, throw the money out the window. Yeah, Because it
0: reach She'll come uh, just, get it. They hire a guy in the parking lot to just go in a hazmat suit to gather ones. Okay.
1: Almost guarantee there is it. It works the same way that an Uber works. You're you're going on to some sort of an app. You're paying your money already, and probably while you're waiting in the car line, and you probably have the option of tip, um, you know, included in that situation. So before you even roll up and you know make eye contact with this Betty. Uh your your money's already been uh you know exchanged. I decreased my tip down to two dollars.
0: Okay. Well and if you if you want to still go into the strip club, for right. some reason they will allow you. I guess it's only a certain amount. And right. they will have a live nude event called Nude Sanitizer Wrestling.
1: Oh boy. What? And yeah, <laughs>
0: Oh, come on. Tell me, Carolina, you don't take all the sanitizer, put it in your tub at the end of the day, and then take a bath in it.
2: Of course, yes. That's exactly what I do. Yes.
0: (laughs) And then you put on your best hazmat suit and go to the couch, right?
2: I put on my suit, and I go sit on the couch. So as far (laughs) as I get, I do not step foot outside.
0: Well, let's see. There are more people looking to make money off of this. Again, strippers. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Portland, Oregon, the Lucky Devil Lounge got shut down. And again, all the swippers were out of work. What are they going to do? You can't file for unemployment because you're an independent contractor.
1: So... So lucky. So what? I said, it seems that devil was not so lucky.
0: (laughs) So the owner, Sean Bolden, decided he was going to start a food delivery service that he calls Boober. Okay. Can you guess what happens when you order from Boober?
2: Strippers come deliver your
0: food topless. Ding, 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 there you go. (laughs) Really? He has not raised the price of the food, because he does have a kitchen inside the lounge, but it is, delivery rates are generally $30, can be charged more if you have to go farther. Sometimes it's a surprise for people. Maybe it's a birthday, it's people who are really stoned a lot of the times. Uh, All dancers are driven and escorted by a security guard, and there's at least one rule that carries over from the strip club, no touching the strippers. So you're gonna order $30 to get your chicken sandwich? No. No. (laughs) Pickles? No pickles on that either. <laughs> no pickles on that? <laughs> well, then there's another option. Let's, see. Let's go the complete other way. Let's go to religion now. <laughs> In Maryland, Father Scott Homer, has. he knows people still have to uh, get, they want to give confession. Sure. But the church is closed. So what do you do if you want to confess your sins? Like, I guess I ordered Boober because what other sins could there be when you're inside your house doing nothing? Uh, so he parks every day in the parking lot of the St. Edward Church. He sits in a chair and cars pull up to him. He keeps oh. a distance of six feet between him and those who want to confess, uh, abiding by the social distance distancing practice that the Centers for the CDC have come uh, across. Worshippers can also confess anonymously. Those who wish can alert uh, Joe McHenry, and then Homer, who is the priest, will put on an eye mask, so he can't see you confess. Come on. <laughs> Confession is canceled if it rains, though.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, guys, snowstorm. All your sins are unforgiven. Bye. Um, oh. I- I don't know, like, that's just weird. Like, I understand, you know, you don't want to reveal who you are while telling all the dirty stuff you've done and everything because you get embarrassed. At that point, like, that just seems weird, like, putting on a blindfold. Like, just shoot him a (laughs) text. Be like, I'm sorry, father. I accidentally killed the whole family yesterday. I forgive me. And he'd be like, Yeah, sure, no problem. $800 fathers. You'll be fine.
0: <laughs> I'd like to say. I mean, putting on the blindfold is probably what got a lot of people into these messes in their homes. But okay. <laughs> but I don't think any murder. I mean, I guess not. Any murderers come up and confess that? Is that what confess it? Is anybody here Catholic? Yes. What? Yeah, Pickles is half Catholic. Like I'm he's half, half Catholic. Catholic. I got confirmed, but I ne- I got communion. You- I never got confirmation.
1: I was going to say, yeah, same.
0: <laughs> so have either of you ever been to confession? Yes. No. Okay, What? what is it, the type of things that you would confess to?
1: I just, uh, I mean, God, I was probably seven, maybe eight, like still in religious school and stuff. Um, I, I have no idea. I probably told them that, like, I pushed my sister yesterday or something like that. You know, that's like a seven-year-old's uh, sins. Um, but no, I mean, murderers have confessed before, you know, anybody found out or anything like that, and it works the same way as, you know, um, doctor-patient confidentiality. They can't say anything. You can tell a priest anything you want, and he cannot tell anybody.
0: So it goes like this. Forgive me, father, I have sinned. I accidentally filed my cat away, and now I'm getting divorced.
1: Yep. (laughs) Accidentally backed over Mm -hmm. my grandma, and then... What, did it again? Sorry, and they go, "Oh, that's holy crap." okay. Well, uh, you know, here's your here's your penance, and uh, yeah, glad you got that off your chest, aren't you?
0: <laughs> Grandma's happy she got the car off her chest, but other than that, you know, three
1: times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna we're gonna try to lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, we're gonna we we are always told people say things like, "For Pete's sake," and for you know what the brass tacks, and we never know what these things, where they come from, right? So, I have a bunch of sayings, and we're going to find out where their actual origins come from. Okay. Uh Does everybody know the saying, butter someone up? You know, oh, you're just buttering them up. Yeah. 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 Okay, what does that mean?
1: What does it mean? What does it mean? Yes to kind of, you know, get somebody up to an idea and then drop the idea on them.
0: Uh, the butter somebody up is usually when you're praising them. It's like, oh, you're... you're, uh, What do you call it? You have bad news. You might want to give them like, goodness, oh my God, you're looking especially nice today. You know, yeah. you're putting them in a good, the good mood before you drop the bomb on them.
1: All right, right, right,
0: right. Now, just- why... Who was saying? I couldn't
1: hear. New shoes? Oh, by the way, you're fired. It's like,
0: <laughs> Were Prats. you in my meeting this morning? Wait a minute. <laughs> no, that was my meeting this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, butter someone up actually comes from an ancient Indian custom where they would throw balls of butter at statues of the gods so they would be nice to them. As everything always does, by the way. Which part? Throwing butter or Indian God? Asian Indian Customs. Everything oh. comes from Asian Indian Customs. Do they all involve butter? Yes. <laughs> okay, then. Well, I'm going
1: to throw the list out, then. Uh, okay. Consisted of butter.
0: I thought everything was consistent with pickles, but okay. No, no one likes pickles. Pickles. What what is being caught red-handed mean? Being caught red-handed usually means if you're doing something that's illegal or not looked upon and someone catches you in the act of doing that thing, you're being caught. You You are correct. Caught in the act. Now, back in the day, why did we say they're caught red-handed? If someone butchered an animal that didn't belong to him, he had to be caught with the actual animal's blood on his hands to be convicted. So if you walk in and you go, is that my pig cut up? And is that you with an axe? But there's no blood. Then you can't prove it. But if he has blood on the axe, you've been caught
1: red-handed. Okay. Is that? I guess that would kind of go a little bit with the whole term of like, oh, she's got blood on her hands, you know, and like it's kind of uh, saying that could be the murderer, you know, like I don't know, a
2: little bit. Are you guys frozen?
0: because I'm, I'm not seeing you move.
2: I'm not seeing him. anyone move, but then again, I can't really hear you, any of you guys anyway, so. Oh.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay, everybody, everybody is given the cold shoulder. Yes. Carolina, have you ever given the cold shoulder to Fernando?
2: Yes, when he annoys the hell out of me, yes. <laughs> when he
0: files <laughs> the cat away?
2: Exactly. <laughs> well, the cold
0: shoulder was actually a good thing. Oh, it's it a was- good thing? It was. It was regarded as a polite gesture in medieval England. After a feast, the host would let his guests know, it's time to leave by giving them a cold piece of meat. Hey, had a good time? Yeah! Here's a pork chop. Get out.
2: Okay. Okay, so that's not what I thought it meant.
0: (laughs) I don't know what we we think it is. You're right. But Where it came from, we, yeah.
2: i don't, I wonder how that got
1: to uh you know to be a bad thing. no clue I don't know like i've all, I've always associated giving somebody a cold shoulder as you know turning your back on so yeah, you, you want nothing to do with the person or the situation or whatever's going on, so you just oh, I'm giving them the cold shoulder, I'm walking away um, right
0: yeah, so how did it go from? Here you go, my friend. Have a piece of meat. Glad you were here, too. I'm not talking to you.
1: Maybe, on top of, you know, passing out the free, you know, the free meat or whatever, um, maybe the host, you know, turns their back on the crowd of people because they're going to grab, you know, their parting gifts and, you know, you're giving them the cold shoulder. So that move, that motion kind of goes hand in hand with the, um, uh, Party favor,
0: I guess. So, I would like my party favor to be steak, if I could. Can I choose my party favor now? Totally. Like, why
1: did <laughs> I get? Why did I get a can of Vienna sausage? I hate this party. No,
2: never-
1: I'm never coming back. They <laughs> give the worst cold shoulder ever. God, they're cold. Shoulder- Listen,
2: we're going through a pandemic. You get what you get. No, not Vienna sausage. Just not Vienna sausage. I'll take anything else.
0: I got a roll of toilet paper, yes!
2: That's the grand
0: prize. All right. I was the best guess.
1: Uh-huh. That's it. My house is spam.
0: My daughter would love that.
1: <laughs> you sure she's not Hawaiian?
0: Uh, she's Filipino. It's close enough.
1: Yeah, close enough, I guess, yeah.
0: As a matter of fact, when I went to the store, the one thing I was sure I could get with was spam. I'm like, but, I'll get a few cans for her. Uh, it was all gone. Ah. No spam. But, okay, guys, everyone knows what kick the bucket means, right? Die. Yes. Okay, Sean, what is kick the bucket?
1: It means to no longer exist. To to die. It means to be dead.
0: Correct, sir. So, but back in the day, when a cow was killed at a slaughterhouse, a bucket was placed under it, and it was positioned with a pulley. Sometimes the animal's legs would kick when they adjusted the rope to, uh, well, you know, say goodbye to the cow, and it would literally kick the bucket before it was dead. Okay. so I mean, that makes sense, at least. The cow died. Oh, it's it's very, very graphically brutal, but yeah, it makes total sense. Absolutely. And -hmm. the cow jumped over the moon. Yes, (laughs) yes. But, you know, they had to cut them up because when I was leaving the party, they had to give me a parting gift of a cold shoulder, and I wanted to stay, so. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, if you're a, if you're a good host, you give what your guests want, or else they won't come <laughs> back.
0: Come back. I'm sorry. Um, did you mean to give me
1: veal? I, I, I don't like veal. Seriously. My wife got a bowl of chitlins. What was that about? You know? You suck as a host. <laughs>
0: And that, wait, that's it. I think we, we've done this. Okay, so you're leaving, and they gave a bowl of chitlins, and they turned around and said, "Do you see what they gave me? Bowl of chitlins. We're never talking to them again. I'll take the
2: Vienna sausages over the chitlins. <laughs> so I think we solved one issue today. <laughs> okay, last one. The expression
0: rubbed the wrong way. Oh. Anybody know that one? Rub the wrong way
1: I've heard it and I I, you know used it um, but the definition of being rubbed a as far as the origin goes I have no idea but I would uh, uh, being rubbed the wrong way is just not I guess not agreeing with somebody sort of you're
0: making somebody angry you rubbed that guy the wrong way you, know, you wrong. pissed him off sure so now in colonial America servants were required to rub, uh, uh, I'm sorry, to wet rub and then dry rub oak board floors each week. They had to clean the oak floors a certain way. And if they did it the different way instead of against the grain, that made streaks form. And people would say, it looks awful, you're rubbing the wrong way. Okay. Mm. So I we're got- looking at, at Sean's background right now. <laughs> Yes and so if you rub those the wrong way, you'll get streaks, so don't do that
1: that's true, yeah, uh, yeah, it's sort of wood, it's more paneling, but you know that's all right,
0: so that's what kind of wood it is, it's sort of wood
1: it's sort of wood, yeah, yeah, Thin makes weird noises when you knock on it, it's uh yeah, yeah, it's kind of like uh um whatever that fake plastic is, uh oh, yeah.
0: uh, like um, oh God. Uh, like particle board from Ikea and stuff like that? Yeah,
1: yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. I don't know.
0: What are you doing, Carolina? I keep seeing a pink thing in the picture. You keep seeing what? So, a pink thing. What was that? You were wiping something? Oh, my nails. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Some things
1: never change, right? No. <laughs> her her now. She's like, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, totally. That sucks.
0: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. A few weeks ago, the big story was everybody's hoarding toilet paper. Everybody's buying sanitire, sanitizer. Everybody's buying paper towels. They're running low. Everybody's running to Costco. Well, now the chickens have come home to roost, which, by the way, that's one we should look up for next time. Because uh-huh. Costco is putting up signs that's starting to say, um, we will not, returns will not be honored for it. toilet paper paper towels, sanitizing wipes, water, rice, and Lysol. So if you bought an entire mountain worth of those items, you're stuck with them to the end of time.
2: Good for them. That should teach you to not hoard and save some toilet paper for the rest of the world.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, Sean, I thought you were going to say something.
1: Yeah. Uh, What what I was going to say is, you know, I I had seen this report um, either yesterday, the day before, something like that, and the first thought that popped into my head was all the weird garage sales that are going to happen this summer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I picture people's tables and freaking hand sanitizer and sanitary wipes and toilet paper mounted up into castles, and they got different prices and crap on them and whatever, and it's just... It's, it's, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna, if we're, if we're all out and about and able to frolic like, you know, summer summertime children like we, we should be, um, right. yeah, be, there's gonna be a crap load of weird garage sales. Be prepared.
0: There's gonna be oh, a crap load we're gonna of toilet
1: to paper. I didn't even mean to use that. No pun intended. Garage <laughs> sales selling toilet paper. Yes.
0: It's three ply, man. Come on, this is the good stuff. You wanted this stuff.
1: Oh, man, I really like I'm really looking forward to doing a show in, I don't know, like late July, early August and comparing the prices of a roll of toilet paper in July compared to the list that Pickles read off last week about okay. you know $75,000 bundle of six rolls <laughs> by or whatever the hell it was. And uh, yeah, so um, it's going to be a weird year. Get ready.
0: What? Well, I've, I've got one weird story to finish this off here. Yeah. And that is in Florida, because that's where you go for weird stories, right? Yep. Police officers were in the area investigating a reported burglary. They observed Evan Davis, who matched the description of the suspect. He reportedly was carrying hair care products. Now, that's mm. the only time it mentions hair care products in the entire story. Don't know what it has to do with anything. But apparently he's carrying hair care products. The officers ordered Davis to lie on the ground. He did so while hugging his pit bull. Davis reportedly told officers, y'all gonna have to kill us. Then he started to get up and run away. The officer fired a stun gun at Davis. It temporarily knocked him down. What did Davis do? He got up and yelled at his dog, kill him, boy, kill him pointing at the cops. The dog looked at the cops, turned around, and bit his owner in the butt. Yes! <laughs> um. See, even the dogs in Florida know better than the people. There you go. <laughs> dog uh, so we started with a cat in a file cabinet huh. and
1: we are ending with a dog biting you in the butt. Well I'll just I'll be perfectly honest, I almost guarantee that since since a puppy that dog wanted to be a police officer, and that was his open opportunity. He cashed in on him like a champ.
0: That's his audition, right?
1: He's like, Look at how I bit this scumbag. You guys deal with these guys all the time. I got your back. And
0: they were like, Hey. <laughs> I want to be canine more than anything, sir. I got nowhere else to go.
1: I want to follow my paw steps. I want to be a canine unit.
0: Oh, uh, Well. I hope this came out, you know, okay. There were some some glitches. But okay. Hopefully, some. you know, we're gonna work this out and everything's gonna be fine. But uh, we have a time limit on this. So I wanna thank everybody. I especially want to thank Pickles for putting this all together. Thank you, Pickles. And thank you, for Zoom, for removing the time limit, by the way, as we were going here so we don't get cut off. Oh now you tell me. Okay. <laughs> okay it's a sample show which will be put up tomorrow when we normally would have been there but of course everything's shut down and be quiet dog <laughs> you to my, my dog now wants to be part of uh, the canine core now so she's auditioning uh i want to thank of course sean and carolina carolina what do you got to say to the people
2: Woo-hoo. Um, check out our Instagram page I will be posting videos of um, past shows to keep you guys entertained while we're all quarantined and so we don't lose our mind so check it out it's uh, Circling the Drain podcast Sean
1: um, I would like to uh, to page the drain podcast at um, you
0: can oh is everybody hearing that yes is okay, that like- well, yeah, we're just going to say goodbye now because apparently they're warning us to leave. So <laughs> thank you to everybody yeah. and be safe out there and wash your hands. Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> you.